From Greenville, South Carolina, we present... Let the Bible Speak. Let the Bible Speak is the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, preaching Christ in all His fullness. Thank you for joining us for another broadcast of Let the Bible Speak, featuring messages preached by Dr. Alan Cairns, founder of Let the Bible Speak Radio Ministries. Currently, Dr. Cairns is bringing a series of studies in the earthly life of the Lord Jesus Christ, messages that will provide insights into the various aspects of our Lord's temporal ministry, from His teaching and miracles to His atoning death on the cross and His glorious resurrection. We'll hear from Dr. Cairns in just a few minutes. First of all, we invite you to enjoy this devotional thought from the pen of C.H. Spurgeon, as found in his collection called Faith's Checkbook. Our devotional for today is entitled, He Will Carry Us Home. The text is found in Isaiah chapter 46 and verse 4. And even to your old age I am he, and even to hoar hairs will I carry you. I have made, and I will bear. Even I will carry, and will deliver you. The year is very old, and here is a promise for our aged friends, yes, and for us all, as age creeps over us. Let us live long enough, and we shall all have hoar hairs. Therefore we may as well enjoy this promise by the foresight of faith. When we grow old, our God will still be the I AM abiding evermore the same. Hoar hairs tell of our decay, but he decayeth not. When we cannot carry a burden, and can hardly carry ourselves, the Lord will carry us. Even as in our young days he carried us like lambs in his bosom, so will he in our years of infirmity. He made us, and he will care for us, When we become a burden to our friends and a burden to ourselves, the Lord will not shake us off, but rather He will take us up and carry and deliver us more fully than ever. In many cases, the Lord gives His servants a long and calm evening. They worked hard all day and wore themselves out in their master's service. And so He said to them, Now rest in anticipation of that eternal Sabbath which I have prepared for you. Let us not dread old age. Let us grow old graciously, since the Lord himself is with us in fullness of grace.
these troublesome times for our nation, many people are looking to the government or to social action for a solution. But the only real answer to the human predicament is a true spiritual revival. Many Christians have no idea of what constitutes revival in the scriptural sense. Certainly the greatest revival in the history of the Christian church took place on the day of Pentecost. Down through the centuries, there have been remarkable visitations of God during which thousands were gloriously saved. Times such as the Protestant Reformation, the revivals in England under John Wesley and George Whitfield, the Great Awakening in America associated with Jonathan Edwards were times of genuine spiritual revival. The common factor in all of these events was an undeniable demonstration of the power of God rather than the ingenuity of man. In the early 1950s, such a revival occurred on the Isle of Lewis, one of the Hebrides off the west coast of Scotland. In the course of several years, hundreds of people were converted to Christ, and many churches were built to take care of them. Again, the Holy Spirit of God came down in power. The preacher during those days was the Reverend Duncan Campbell. Yet what took place on Lewis was not due to his pulpit skills, but to the overwhelming moving of God among the people. Strong men, hardened sinners who mocked the preacher, were suddenly struck to their knees by the roadside under conviction of sin. Young people in a local dance hall left their frivolity and ran to the churches, crying for mercy upon their souls. Let the Bible Speak is pleased to make available CD copies of both Duncan Campbell's account of what happened during those revival times on Lewis as well as a CD containing personal testimonies of people who came to salvation in Jesus Christ during those revival times. The CDs are available to you free of charge, simply by requesting your copies. You may write us at LTBS 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's LTBS 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. You may email us at info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. Or you may telephone us at 864-244-2408. That's 864-244-2408. 
Just request your copies of the CDs of the Revival on the Isle of Lewis. You will be blessed greatly as you listen to these accounts of the power of God at work. Today on Let the Bible Speak, Dr. Cairns will bring the final portion of a message called Christ as the Divine Teacher. In expounding Matthew chapter 13, Dr. Cairns is emphasizing the great aspects of Christ's teaching. He always dealt with eternal truth, bringing people face to face with the ultimate matters of life and death. At this point in his earthly ministry, the Lord Jesus began to teach in parables, He taught great spiritual truths using situations that the people understood, such as the sower of the seed and the types of soil, the tares and the wheat, the mustard seed. He took things from the material world to expound spiritual truth. The parables illustrate Christ's sovereignty and salvation. Every time the gospel is preached, there is light for everyone to hear. But because of Adam's sin... We are all born with a depraved nature that makes us deaf to the truth of the gospel. The way of salvation is clear, but the unbelieving willfully reject the gospel. Those who sincerely desire God's salvation will find that he will give it. As Paul told the Philippian jailer, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Now here's Dr. Cairns to conclude this message on the divine teacher. 
here's a parable a sower went forth to sow you've got to see this not in terms of somebody it was a little tiller and then uh, using a machine to spread uh, his uh, seed in neat, neat rows no no the sower went out and he reached down into his bag and he scattered the seed and some fell here and there and he gives the four types of ground the wayside the stony place the thorny place and then the good ground but do you see what the Lord Jesus is saying? There are many wrong ways of hearing the word of God. There are many wrong ways of listening to the gospel. And as he looked out in his congregation, the Lord Jesus recognized there is the wayside, there is the stony ground, there is the thorny ground. Look at these people, they are thronging and they appear to be listening, but they have no mind and no heart to hear. And if you want to know that that is an accurate assessment, just follow him away. These people who had heard were content not to understand. For notice they never even came to ask. They weren't interested in light. Some of them were interested in miracles. Some of them were interested in excitement. Some of them were interested in being fed. They had various interests. Some of them, and I think the vast majority, were interested in the possibility of setting up uh, under this man uh, or his leadership, a, a kingdom that would overthrow the hated Romans. They were interested in many things. But they had no interest in what he really had to say. So the preaching of the gospel actually was a savor of death unto death. To me, that is a scary thing. Because what the Lord Jesus saw in Israel 2,000 years ago, I have got to recognize wherever I preach. I preach a sovereign Savior, but I recognize that I'm preaching to sinners who are the authors of their own destruction. And yet they don't want to think they're being destroyed. You look at the normal congregation around Greenville, around America today. Listen to, look at people and they're listening to the preaching even of the pure gospel. I'm not talking about apostate places where Christ is not preached. Look at places like this where Christ is proclaimed. And then stop and think. You've still got these four kinds of people listening. I don't know why you're listening. I don't know what your real interest is. But I fear that there are many who want this or that or the other thing out of the church or out of Christ. But they have little, in most cases, no real heart. what his message is all about. These are parables of the kingdom. Without getting into the details, 
the rule of God in the souls of men. The lordship and kingship of Christ in the hearts and lives and service of those who name his name. These are parables, therefore, about Christ's sovereignty and our submission and our service for his glory. And I tell you, few there are who have an interest at heart in such a saviour. Men and women, the seriousness of this comes out in two things. With this I'll close. First, the Lord Jesus says these people who don't want to hear, they're going to lose what they have, or as Luke says, what they seem to have. The Jews boasted many privileges. They lost them all. Like many in our churches today, they glory in many things that they count more precious than Christ and his gospel. And I tell you today on the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ that whatever you count more precious than Christ, in losing Christ you will lose them as well. And especially will you lose the very preaching of the gospel and the very ability and opportunity to hear. That leads me to the second serious implication. In the light of all this, think of the words of Christ in Luke 8, 18. After the parable of the sower, take heed, therefore, how ye hear. Take heed, therefore, how ye hear. I'm going to be very simple and very blunt. You're either hearing with the ear, with a hearing that does have no effect whatsoever upon your heart, or you're hearing with the heart and believing with the heart and responding with the heart. One or the other. Take heed how you hear. There are some of you today, and God knows every heart, you have brains, we would say in Northern Ireland, brains to burn. You have more than you need. You can memorize the text. You can understand the teaching in logical and grammatical terms but that's as far as it goes you're hearing so that you don't see and don't understand you're hearing in such a way as to stultify your conscience you're hearing in such a way as to put up barriers against Jesus Christ. I want you to be very careful. Because listen to me. Yea, rather listen to Christ. Soon even that will be taken from you. 
And if in your heart today you are saying, I do not want the sovereign lordship of Christ in my life, then beware, because as you harden your heart, he'll leave you to it. Seek him. Remember this, Spurgeon put it beautifully. I couldn't put it better. Salvation is all of grace. Cry to Christ graciously to save you. Salvation is all of grace. Damnation is all of sin. Salvation is all of Christ. Damnation is all of self. He is the sovereign who saves. But you're the sinner whom he holds responsible for your own sin and for all its consequences. He will, and I make this statement without any fear of contradiction, he will lead all who desire it into the fullness of saving truth. Take that with you. These people who came and got the instruction to you it is given were the ones who came desiring, asking, inquiring, yearning and seeking. To all who desire it, he will give the fullness of saving truth. To all who desire it, he will give his grace to life eternal. That's why the book ends with that great invitation I've already emphasized. Whosoever will, do you will to have Christ? Do you want to have Christ? Then the Bible says, there's not a thing in the world to hinder you. Come and welcome to Jesus. I hope you've seen a little this morning that the usual dichotomy, the controversy illicitly raised between the sovereignty of God and the free offer of the gospel, the decree of divine election, and the call, whosoever will let him come, is all bogus. It's something invented by the carnal minds of men to try and obscure the gospel. If you don't have a sovereign Savior, you have no Savior. If you don't have a Savior who has power and sovereign grace to intervene at his will and save the guiltiest, then there's none of us is any hope. We have a sovereign Savior, but never allow the sovereignty of God to become an excuse for your sin, for it's not. Never allow the sovereignty of God to become an excuse for your unbelief, for it's not. The truth of Christ challenges you and me today, and I leave you again with the assertion, if you will know the truth, then... He's willing to make it known. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Let's all pray. Father in heaven, bless thy word to every heart. We thank thee for a sovereign Savior and a powerful Redeemer, a great Christ who is able to save to the uttermost all that come unto God by him. We thank thee that his blood has lost none of its power. It makes sinners clean it reconciles them to God 
It justifies them. Bless God, today the blood opens heaven and closes hell to the believer in Christ. And we pray that thou wilt bring souls to the Savior this day, to him who is the sovereign Lord of all salvation. Hear our prayer. And part is with the blessing of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be the abiding portion of all thy blood-bought church today and evermore. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. listening to Let the Bible Speak, the radio ministry of the Free Presbyterian Church of North America. We hope you've enjoyed and benefited from today's program. We are here as your servants for Christ's sake. If we can be of any further help to you in the things of the Lord, we invite you to contact us. If you would like to receive our booklet, Separated Unto the Gospel, a booklet that sets forth the beliefs and standards of the Free Presbyterian Church, you may have a copy free of charge, simply for the asking. Our mailing address is Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. That's Let the Bible Speak, 1207 Haywood Road, Greenville, South Carolina, 29615. Our email address is info at faithfpc.org. That's info at faithfpc.org. If you would like to learn more about the Free Presbyterian Church of North America, we invite you to visit our website, www.fpcna.org. That's www.fpcna.org. This is Charles Kelsch saying thank you for listening and inviting you to join us again as we Let the Bible Speak. <laughs> 